0: Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Indianapolis for the 2022 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2022. From Indianapolis, here's Jimmy Mack.
1: Hey guys, we are at the Indiana Convention Center. More importantly, we are at the NTDC. Put a hashtag in front of that and put 2022 at the end of it and you will know that we're at National Truck Driving Championships. 2022, back for the first time in three years. Rhonda Hartman is with us. It is good to see you. Welcome.
0: Nice to meet you.
1: So this is fun because we haven't done this in three years. It must be a really kind of exciting kind of process to be back in the saddle to see old friends and make some new ones and have all the energy around. Are you glad to be back?
0: I am glad to be here period. I have never been to the National Truck Tour- Driving Championship. Wow. So this has been a whole new experience.
1: So we can blame Elizabeth Barner for you being roped into this?
0: I don't blame Elizabeth for anything. You are trying to get me in trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We love Elizabeth Barner over here, guys, by the way. And that's the reason we're here as well. She got us roped into this. And by roped in, what I really mean is in the most wonderful kind of adventure. This really is an adventure for you, isn't it?
0: Oh, it absolutely is. Yes, it is.
1: Can you talk about what it is among all the multitudinous things you're doing? Can you give us a couple of things you're doing here and what you're trying to do to make sure that the men and women who are here have the best possible time?
0: Well, so far today, I've gotten to do some media ride-alongs, which we have a person present right here next to me that got to come over and see what that was like. So we set up kind of a mini course, very mini compared to what these guys are doing out here. But it kind of gives a little bit of an idea from the seat of a truck of what that looks like down there on that floor, because it is pretty tight. And then later tomorrow, I will be doing the Safety Sammy costume and trying to- You'll be wearing to, it? I'll be wearing it, trying to cheer on the crowd and get people involved and stuff. Today, I'm in the simulation truck, this afternoon though yet too, where we have a simulator, the Interstate 1. <laughs>
1: those have come so far, haven't they? Oh I mean, my what goodness. And the ability to get people <laughs> up to speed now in a way that resembles how we train airplane pilots as well. That's but
0: what I hear. A lot of companies use that same simulation program it's very intensive you can totally dial it in to do whatever you need it to do weather wise equipment wise blow a front tire have a drunk driver come out in front of you like you can totally customize it
1: we went to the national publicly funded truck driving schools conference and summer got behind the wheel of one and they blew a tire out on it yeah have the experience it is terrifying
0: it is yes they're all terrified When it happens, even though they've seen maybe a person ahead of them happen to them, Mm -hmm. if there's a line, it still terrifies them when they're hanging on to that wheel because it really does shake and throw them around.
1: I think because of that, these kind of events are so important too because you're not just getting a chance to kind of show off your skill, but you're also getting a chance to talk with other people who have such incredible driving records. Yes. We've said this before, simply being here means you did a year. With no injuries, no accidents, you've had an impeccable year. You've thrown the perfect game as far as trucking is concerned.
0: Absolutely. What has
1: been your experience being around these men and women? Have you enjoyed their company? Have you enjoyed Oh um, yeah, I car?
0: totally get them. I've been doing this job myself. February first of twenty three will be forty years that I've been driving a truck.
1: You're also a member of America's Road Team, aren't yes, you?
0: Yes, I am. America Road Team. Can you captain. talk about
1: that experience and what some of your duties are and how you get a chance to talk to people all over the country?
0: Well, I don't know if you want to call it like the perfect storm, but it kind of was like all the perfect storm. Like we had just the right people in charge of the industry at the time when I was going for selections. All the people that I was around was as enthusiastic about being there as I was. Sometimes in our own terminals, we kind of feel like we're lone people sometimes that really focus heavily on safety. You want to help the next generation of drivers, but you get to an event like this or any of the road team stuff that I've done. You are around other people that feel exactly the way you do. So there's a lot of enthusiasm on my part for the next generation. I'm also a driver trainer at Old Dominion, so I train drivers from day one. Some of them have never been in the truck before the day that I put them in with me.
1: I have kind of a passion for people's approaches to training. Can you talk a little bit about, especially since you're putting brand spanking new people and kind of christening them into the world of trucking, can you talk about how you approach people in regards to both reading them as individuals, but also the way your overall sort of approach to training. Can you give us some insight into that?
0: Yeah, I can. I'm one of those people that a lot of truck drivers have really hard time letting go of the control. It's kind of why we do what we do. We're behind the driver's seat. But when I was asked to be a trainer, I thought that I would teach them a lot, and I do. But I have learned more from them than I think that I have taught them. One of the programs that Old Dominion has, who I work for, is a doc-to-driver training program. Our doc in Des Moines, Iowa, is so diverse. We have people from many different countries that have come here to try to make a better life for themselves. So you've got... They're the
1: best, aren't they? Thank okay. <laughs> I was telling Greg uh, a while back that one of my great passions when I lived in New Orleans was uh, I taught English as a second language for immigrants who actually were taking their citizenship test. That is very cool. To watch their passion for the country. Like one lady yeah. from Argentina coming in and I'm so proud that she actually could name the original 13 colonies. And I'm like, yeah. going, I know a couple of Americans that don't know the original <laughs> 13 colonies. <laughs> I know more than so, a few. So to spend time with people like that who are so deeply invested in the American dream must really take away any kind of cynicism we have about the country.
0: I'll tell you, I feel a lot better about the future of it, honestly. Just seeing the passion that they put into it. They want a better life for their family. They want to be able to buy a home for their family where they can live with just their family and not many, many family members like happens in so many other countries. They really want to live the American dream. But you've got a little bit of a language barrier when they're fairly new here. So you have to learn to kind of deal with them, find different ways of explaining what we need to do. Sometimes they'll think they understand, but when they make the mistake again, I realize I didn't explain it correctly. Like I did not explain it to where they could understand what I was saying.
1: What do you think about the idea though, given that so many companies are actually hiring what I call immigrants who are on their way to citizenship, naturalization, all that, of possibly having language specialists or people to teach English for these companies I've always thought about that the idea because some of them they want to learn they want to be a part of the conversation so how do you find ways to communicate with people who where English is a broken second language for them
0: yes I always say it's not their first language and sometimes you just have to find a different way to explain it sometimes getting them out and physically looking when you're in the seat and you're trying to explain something like I was trying to do on the program with him this morning (laughs) you have to say every single thing you're doing I'm <laughs> But if there's words that they understand or they don't understand, sometimes you just need to step away from the truck and let them see it from the outside. I take them to the back of the truck, I take them to the side, and if I have to get them out of that seat several times so they can understand what they're doing, sometimes that's the best way to teach them how to back into a dock. It's not always the easiest way, but they're willing to put the time in. So they'll do whatever I ask. They never have a problem with doing what I'm asking them to do. and I put them through just simple training things one day at a time. About six weeks to get them through to where normally they feel like they can do this now on their own.
1: I've always found that when I was working with those students that I would ask them why they were learning English. Of course the test was one of the reasons but one woman once told me that all she wanted to do was learn English because her daughter actually had been born in the United States and was fluent in it and she said I wanted to know English so I can help her do her homework.
0: Oh that's so sweet.
1: And I think about that the idea that, that must be the connective tissue. they want to learn how to drive that truck.
0: Yes. They want to learn how to drive the truck, but they also know that they need to be able to communicate what they want. So some of them have told me stories about how they have learned from television. They came here at like 10 or 12 years old with their parents and TV taught them English. I'm glad most of them are watching the right programs.
1: That's a good joke. They say watch TV and they said figure out a topic. What was it? One guy loved American football so he would read Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And it's figure out what you like in any language and then kind of apply it. So we kind of fun with trucking. That is really kind of terrific. Do me a solid and tell me in regards to the kind of best practices that get exchanged here, what you think helping with this can help you as a trainer. Does that question make sense? The idea that what have you learned from watching these men and women drive here and their safety practices here that you're able to take back? Have you seen anything? I know it's your first time here.
0: Yeah, it is my first time here, but they're super willing to help others. It doesn't matter that they might be competing against that person. There's still willing to help them to get better personally and I think that's probably what I've taken most from it is some of them get very nervous but yet on the outside they stay very calm and that's kind of what you have to do when you're a trainer you're letting go of that control in that passenger seat I don't have another steering wheel or brake pedal so I have to trust that what I'm teaching them they're understanding enough that I can be safe and they can and that's kind of what they do here there's so much of it that they just give away to, they've. to prepared everything they can do and now it's just time to do it and that's probably what I take from most of them.
1: You learn it so you can forget it so you can know it. Yes. That's the other thing, too, that sometimes the best way to have something slip out of your hands is to hold on to it too tight. Too tightly, yes. That's what it sounds to you saying. Yes, Thank absolutely. you so much for spending some time with us this morning. I hope you have a great time, and congratulations on being on the road team and for having your first experience here. And we won't blame Elizabeth Barner for anything other than having a great time.
0: That's right. That's right. That's all I blame her for, so we all have a good time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for spending part of your day with Podwheel's Powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2022. Check back with us right here for more of our podcast features as we cover this championship event.